There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans. I am Tennessean sports columnist Gentry Estes, joined by Paul Skirbina. We're talking about a 46-25 to Titans win over the Detroit Lions. Uh, Titans improved to 10-4. and Kind of... Kind of had fun today. Big offensive day for, I think, Ryan Tannehill comes up with five touchdowns. Derrick Henry gets 147 yards. Paul, just uh, kind of an easy day against a bad team. Yeah, and and they didn't make it look easy really until the fourth quarter because, you know, they kind of let the Lions stay in it, which has kind of been a theme all year with the the Titans where they should be beating teams uh, more handily, but their defense kind of lets them down and, and, you know, makes them a little bit more vulnerable and also has to make the offense work a little harder. But, yeah, I mean, Tannehill, you know, they really had showed a lot of balance today. I know we talk a lot about Derrick Henry, um, and, and we should, but, you know, I think part of the, the reason that he's allowed to have as much, much success as he's had this year is because he has a, a competent quarterback and, and some really good receivers to kind of take, you know, they, they can't, teams can't just focus just on Henry, even though they know it's coming. Uh, there's always the threat that Tannehill's going to throw it to Corey Davis or to AJ Brown. Uh, both of those guys had touchdowns today. Corey Davis had that, that, I call it the 12-second, 75-yard dash where he, you know, he uh, Tannehill found him in, in, on a one-play drive and, and, you know, put the Titans back ahead. But, yeah, their defense just it, – it, it, they've been living on the edge all year with it, and it's kind of frightening to me what might happen to them in the playoffs. But they weren't able to clinch a playoff berth today um, because I think one of this – I know Baltimore won and, and they needed Baltimore to lose or they needed uh, Miami to win – or lose, I can't remember, whatever the scenario was, they did not clinch a a playoff for today, but that's coming anyway. And I think this is their first 10-win season since 2008, which is the last time they won the AFC South. So things are trending in the right direction in terms of the results. I think, you know, the defense could be a concern next week against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. But for now, I think they're just going to enjoy, you know, the victory today and the regular season finale at Nissan. Yeah, the probably the biggest result outside of Nashville today was the Colts kind of hanging on and beating the Texans. So the Colts are still right there in the division. The the Titans have to go to Green Bay on uh, Sunday night next week. That'll be that'll be a tough one. Considering, I mean, Paul, you're right. The the defense it's been shaky all year. It's they are who they are at this point. I don't I don't think it is going to get a whole lot better. There's been some I mean, weeks. Evan Dory Jackson back is nice, but he hasn't played all season. And so you got a, another guy out there who basically is, is well, he's fresh, is also not up to speed. You can't expect him to, you know, it's going to take a while for that to happen. So, yeah, I think you're right. It is what it is. And I think they're just going to have to keep outscoring teams if they're if they're going to want to keep winning. The good news is those are beating teams they should beat. Uh, you know, the, the Lions game almost seemed like a trap game where, you know, playing the Jaguars and the Lions back-to-back weeks, you know, you could see them losing one of those two games just because that's, just seems to happen all the time in the NFL. So, you know, winning games they should win is a part of being a successful team. Um, but yeah, today I mean, it was it was some fun things to watch. Derek Henry with the with the stiff arm that was reminiscent of the one he had against the Bills earlier this season. I mean, he's just you know he's a man among boys. Everybody kind of knows that. Um, chasing the two thousand yards, which I think he's pretty much keeping pace. Uh, you know, if he has another couple of games like this, he could become very he can get very close to becoming the seventh guy to do that or the eighth guy to do that or whatever the number is. You know, it's funny late in the game that the Titans scored twenty two points in the fourth quarter. I mean, it, it was a close game most of the way until the very end, but after it was kind of decided the fans are chanting for Henry to come back into the game and and I 
I think you're going to hear a lot more of that with the uh, push for 2000. Yeah. He gets 147 yards today on 24 carries. That's about what he, that's about the pace he needed, maybe slightly below it uh, to get to 2000. He'll, he's going to have a shot at it. He's 321, I think, in the last two games, which, you know, that's a little over 100. It's 160 yards a game. Um, you know, not impossible with all the 200-yard games he's had this year. I mean, he's, you know, again, just incredible to watch. And, you know, I think, again, though, I, I, while we give a lot of the attention to Henry and deservedly so, I mean, I just think having the, the other threats on offense makes makes the Titans so much more dangerous. And, you know, it kind of allows them – it opens up that, that balance that every team wants to have. And, and the Titans have it. And they have it in spades, and that could, you know, if they can, you know, have enough breath to, to keep outscoring everybody, I think, you know, they, we, we could be surprised like we were last year, although we wouldn't be as surprised as we were last year. Yeah, you know, I kind of kind of wrote after this one that it's been a glass half full, glass half empty kind of thing with the Titans because you the offense has been explosive all season, uh, but I don't think – we've really appreciated just how good they've been because the defense has been so bad. Anytime you you've, you've looked at the Titans, you've had to acknowledge that the offense has had to be as good as it's been. Uh, they seem, they seem to be improving. And it has been, I will say this though, Gentry, there are times during the game and Vrabel likes to point this out. I mean, look, they're last in the league in third down, you know, stopping third down percentage or last in the league in sacks. I mean, there's a lot of stats that suggest that the Titans are really bad on defense, but they do come up with some timely plays. I feel like it doesn't make up for it, but it kind of hides it a little bit, you know, and, and helps the offense a little more. They, they had three turnovers today, um, you know, one right near the goal line when the Lions were about to score, which could have been a whole different game. So I think, you know, they, they do come up with plays now and then, but the, the consistency is just not there. And, uh, you know, at this point in the season, I don't, think you fix that i think you just have to kind of try to win in spite of it interesting quote from the uh, quote sheet matthew stafford from the lions said that uh the titans gave him some of the best disguises he's seen all season thought that was interesting considering stafford had a good day banged up as he was he still played pretty well i think that that kind of says to me the titans are absolutely getting the most they can out of who they have out there Uh, they've had some key injuries i don't think the the talent on that side of the ball was probably where it should be even before all the injuries. And now you're down Jayon Brown, Jadavion Clowney, some of these guys getting a Dory Jackson back. Yeah, that, that helps. But again, I think defensively any run they make from this point, it's going to have to be the offense overcoming the defense. And you would say, well, okay, a team that, that isn't balanced like that isn't going to have a lot of success in January. You don't normally see that. You need to be pretty complete when you get to January. Here's the thing, Paul. They're ten and four. They've been doing it all year. The defense has been been pretty crummy all year, and the offense, I, it does look like as good as they've been. They've started to get better. They had a. This is the second week in a row they've had pretty complete performances, both running and throwing. Now it's against the Jags and the Lions. We'll see what happens in Green Bay when it's about eleven degrees on Sunday night, and it's a pretty adverse situation in Lambeau. But I mean, it's they're not they're not going to be out of any of these games because they can score with people, right? Well, and, that, and that's and that's exactly it right there. I mean, I don't I don't think they're the type of they don't have the type of offense that's going to allow them to be blown out of games uh, very often. And I mean, you have to remember too, you know, they're missing some key. You know, Clowney was a, Clowney. I mean, you know, he's hurt, not out for the season, and probably gone. 
huge disappointment, you know, this season, not, not what you, you know, what people expected, I think, or hope for, but they've, they're missing some key guys on offense and they, they seem to be able to just kind of rotate those guys in and out. And, and you don't really, I mean, when's the last time we talked about Taylor DeWan be, not being out there? I mean, I, I just, you don't talk about it very much and he's an, you know, an exceptional player, obviously. And even without him, this offense is still getting better, which, you know, th- that tells you how good this offense really is. And, and so, you know, I, I think on the, like say on the other side of the ball, they, yeah, they are going to, they are going to stay in games. And if their defense, I think at this point they rely so much on the offense that when their defense does get a big turnover, does, you know, make a big play or get a stop on third down. I think that's kind of like an added bonus now that you aren't, you don't really expect. So, you know, you got to kind of look at it at the perspective perspective, like you said, that they are what they are, but sometimes you're going to get something out of them, which is, you know, which can only help. Uh, I don't know that they can get much worse on defense in terms of just, you know, some of the numbers that, that are just, you know, it's, it's stunning, but you know, that really does at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter if they keep winning. And like you say, they're 10, I mean, they're 10 and four. That's not easy to win 10 games in the NFL. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, I've kind of looked at this the whole time is like, you know, my gosh, what is Patrick Mahomes going to be able to do against this defense? But here's the thing. I mean, score fast and then put the Titans offense right back on the field. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe the way you beat that team is just to get in a shootout and see what happens. I mean, you, you know, I don't care. The Titans defense was better than they are. They still probably wouldn't stop Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and what they're doing. So maybe the best way to do that, you know, look at college football right now. Every game, like Alabama beat Florida in the SC championship game, 52 to 46. You know, getting one of those. <laughs> see what yeah. see what happens. I think that's your best that, that that's your best best risk if you're going to hedge it on that. You, you if you hedge on anything, you might as well hedge it on that. And not you know not saying that the defense isn't going to try and all that, but or let you know let the other team score. But you know don't be afraid you know to get to, to get get your offense on the field as much as you possibly can because that's where the results are going to be. And you know the Titans have the ability with their running game also to to grind out a lot of clock. I mean, it seemed like today's game, I think the first three possessions, both teams scored, you know, the everybody scored in the first three possessions of the game. But you can, you know, the, the offense can grind it to a halt and eat some clock too and keep the other team's offense off the field, which I think is a good defensive strategy for the, for a team like the Titans that don't have a, a ton of talent or great numbers on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and, and you know, honestly, Paul, this was one of those games, and I've been saying this kind of thing all season. I've gotten emails from people all season about being too negative, right? So, um, uh, you know, and this is, again, one of those games where I'm like, yeah, you know, the offense was good, but the Titans fumble on the – or the uh, Lions fumble on the goal line. They they fumble on the 20-some yard line. That's two drives they could have scored. Totally different game. The Lions could have scored 30, almost 40 points in this game pretty easily. The defense is a concern. And you know what? The defense is a concern. When you're good, you get criticized too, Gentry. I mean, you know, if you're a really bad team, the criticism just – they kind of stop after a while because everybody knows you're bad. I think when you're good, I think you're, you're people are going to be more critical of you. So I think that's a good thing. I mean, you know, well, I mean, it, you nitpick because, you know, it. it but, but I think – look, the defense is a concern. And, and it is – I still insist it is hard to see this being some kind of Super Bowl-type team – playing the kind of defense they play. It just is. Uh, the offense, though, is, is making you you think about that. They're, they're good enough now to where you feel like they're going to have success against probably anybody they play. Uh, they're, they're unique, and you talk about the balance. You know, really, they're in a situation where you see teams that will do everything possible to try to stop Derrick Henry. They know it's coming. 
and and, and they cannot stop it. And that is when you are able to do that offensively in the NFL, that is one heck of an advantage that a lot of teams don't have. I want to talk real quick about um, a guy who I happened to cover when he was in high school and who, who happens to be having, you know, kind of a, a breakout season in, uh, in Corey Davis, who, you know, I mean, the, the big play today, he's been, you know, he's been pretty consistent all season. He's got close to a thousand yards receiving, um, you know, and he's emerged as, you know, along and AJ Brown is a guy who's going to keep getting better. Um, you know, I think, those two guys, you know, and, and obviously all the tight ends that, you know, play their roles. But those two guys, to me, like, especially Corey, you know, I don't know that people expected that out of Corey Davis this season. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of nice for the Titans to, to be able to have the guy they thought they drafted fifth overall a few years ago play like a guy who was drafted fifth overall a few years ago. Um, and, and I think he's, you know, him and, and, of course, A.J. Brown are a big, big part of that, um, you know, that offense, along with, I think, just, you know, with, with Tannehill, I mean, you know, just look at Marcus here for so long, uh, you know, people kind of got used to that. And, and, and Rabel wasn't afraid to, to make that change last season. And, and I think, you know, it paid off at the end of last season and it, and it continues to pay off now as these other guys keep getting better and better. Yeah, I think with Corey and it again, I think everybody on the team has been thrilled to see that. He, he's a, a very well-liked and very well-respected guy for what he's brought to this team, even though the numbers really haven't been there. And they certainly haven't been there for a guy who's drafted as, as high as he was. But, you know, he's kind of stuck with it. He, they didn't pick up his option this last offseason, so he's going to be a free agent coming up. And, um, you know, he's produced. They're, they're going to pay for him if they want to keep him. They, they are. They are at this point. And, and I think the big difference with Corey is is the the – you have a better quarterback throwing him passes. I think that's a big part of it. And I think an even bigger part of it is having AJ Brown out there, a guy who is a legit number one on the other side of the field that defenses have to worry about. I think Corey's really benefited from that and a, a quarterback that, that knows how to get him the ball and, a, and an offense that, you know, knows, knows how to, how to use both him and him and AJ. I think Corey's been, maybe he's not the number one, guy that's that's going to get the attention of the defenses and be able to beat it but he's a heck of a complimentary guy and, and we're seeing that this season that the titans have a little bit more than i think they thought they did out of Corey uh when it comes to this so it's been good to see for him he's had a kind of yeah, a, he's, he's had a tough year and and really a a tough career in a lot of ways up until this point yeah and I, you know i think i, I want to look ahead real quick and I, I don't know how much time we have left but you know the packers um i mean they're going to be a problem for the Titans. I think, I, I don't know that the pack that the Titans match up real well against, against the Packers. And I wonder if it's going to be one of those games, like you say, where this could, this is a play. I mean, you know, it's not a playoff game, but it's going to be, feel like a playoff game. They should approach it like a playoff game because they're going to be playing those types of teams in the playoffs and, and, you know, kind of see what happens and, and, and try some different things out to see if maybe you can make some little tweaks here and there that can help in the future. I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, I, I, look, the Titans are going to make the playoffs. You know, that's pretty much a foregone conclusion. I think this next week could be a great opportunity to see how they are going to fare against the team that, and then what Packers are 11 and three. I mean, you know, against a legit playoff team, they played some, some teams the last couple of weeks that aren't very good, um, you know, and won those games like they should. But, you know, I, I don't know that winning next week is, is of the utmost importance. I think, you know, just kind of seeing where they're at, how they stack up against some of the elite teams in the NFL uh, is going to be much more telling from that game than than the result. Couple of things: Lambo empty is probably a lot different than Lambo full in late December. That's one thing, 
And another side note to this that's, that's kind of interesting is Matt LaFleur is the Packers coach. Right. Uh, this is the same guy who started Deion Lewis ahead of Derrick Henry during a lot of the time he was the offense coordinator in, uh, in Nashville. And uh, you do wonder if number 22 remembers that and is going yeah, to have that in the back really of his mind in, uh, in Green Bay on set Sunday night. Wouldn't want to be on Derrick Henry's uh, naughty list for sure. But, uh, you know, I, again, I mean, he's, he's going to do what he's going to do. The question is what else can they do? I mean, and, and if he doesn't do what he normally does and the Packers are able to slow him down, can the other guys kind of, you know, make up for that? And that's where the big question to me is going to be with the Titans when, when it comes to facing probably a superior opponent. Yeah. Yeah. I think so on both sides of the ball for sure. But um all right, it should be an interesting week ahead and a long drive for yours truly. That yeah. should be, be fun. Let's just hope it doesn't hope it doesn't ice and snow. That's really all I'm I'm thinking at this point. It's part of the fun. Don't be so nervous, Gentry. That's right. All right. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Talking Titans. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever it is you get your podcast. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. For Paul Scarbina, I'm Gentry Estes. Thanks for listening. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean, 